you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. This is where we have conversation and get things off our chest. So sit back, relax, grab your snack, fill up your glass, and let's chat. Now before you continue, this episode may have some language that is sensitive or offensive to others. So, listen at your own risk. I see y'all finally have talked to your maintenance team, your sound team, and I just want to give a hand clap. Enter with an I. <laughs> <laughs> it is 
So why is this so important to you? Why is those three letters so important? Uh, well, you didn't let me get to the second letter. The second letter is not you and not not me and I, but you. <laughs> <laughs> not you, not me, or my me and I, but you. <laughs> and then the last letter is a D D Oh my gosh. If you got an IUD. Really? You ain't 
Something is wrong with you. Really, really wrong with you. So, be a person that's misunderstood sometimes. What's something people misunderstand about you that you feel that they don't get? That is a really good question. Um, and I and I really have a great answer for that. The biggest one I think is everybody thinks I'm some pimp player, uh, cat daddy, wanna be whore. Like everybody thinks I'm a man hoe, and I just don't like it because one i am so passionate about love i'm so mm-hmm. passionate about a monogamous relationship like i believe in marriage more than i believe in anything like i strive to be the perfect the best husband and the best father those are my two brass rings away from my success to be uh a celebrity and my success to be not even a celebrity but my success to be a huge um, film star like that. That's those are the two brass rings with it. But it's the misconception that gets me the most because it's like it's a gift and a curse. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm a very nice person and I've been blessed with this gift of gab, meaning I can say things and make women drop their draws, but I don't want their draws, so they're dropping. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like where I have this power, but I don't want it, but I have to give it because I have to make people's day. Like I really drive to like when I get my food at drive-throughs and things of that nature. My job is to make them smile. Like I really think that that's my job because I don't know what they're going through, and my job is to make women smile. I could care less about dudes. But women, I want y'all to smile every single day, and I want to be the cause of it. Now, with, with that comes this misconception where being nice means you want them. And, and I get it. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. get it. But like I tell people all the time is when you have this misconception of me, I always say, where's the proof? Where's the proof of me doing this, that, and the third? Because if you put me in a room with four women, I am going to make each one of them women feel good. And as soon as I leave that room, everybody's going to think I'm dating all four of those women. And that's not fair at all. When people mistake your niceness as flirtatious, you're being flirty. It's like, Dad, I can't even be nice to somebody without them thinking, oh, I want them more. I'm flirting with them when all I'm doing is just being nice. It's like people want you to be this mean, cold-hearted person, and I'm not that person. Like, I want to uplift queens and, and people every day that I, I come in contact with. It's almost like uh, there's a situation I had at this uh, lounge. I was sitting with this girl in a section, and I was just having a regular conversation with her. And she took that as me wanting to talk to her and then begin to say, I'm not interested. I'm like, excuse me? Like, the audacity of you to feel like I'm trying to talk to you. And then when I tell this story to women, they'll be like, excuse me. They'll be like, Q, you're just saying that because you got this. No. And see, women, my problem with this is Halle Berry doesn't even walk around like this. Women nowadays walk around and be like anybody that says hi to them wants them. And they can't even pass the no rush challenge. The before quarantine challenge, the no makeup challenge, the makeup challenge, any challenge that makes them look a certain way, they are not even in that bracket to even feel that way. So it's crazy to me 
for them to think everybody wants them, think everybody that says hi wants your body or wants you. And the crazy thing is, is most of the time, we don't want you. So I love bursting those bubbles. I love telling a pretty woman that I just wanted a conversation. I really didn't want to talk to you. Like, I didn't want your number. I didn't want to know anything about you. I just wanted to have a conversation. Yeah. What if that's not the case? I mean, that could be something that they always encountered. Someone always trying to holler at them. But see, that's where relationships are hard. Sis, because then when you look at it like this, right? I feel like everybody in relationships is trying to one-up the other person. And that's where this misconception comes from. Because it's like, okay, I'm not the problem in the relationship. Everybody else is. So that's how you approach random people speaking to you. Because you're like, well, I'm the catch. But you haven't sat down and had the self-reflection. Case in point, if a person is in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And they the person, they end up breaking up with this person. And they keep having these people break up with them. And they finally do not understand that they are part of the problem. And they keep approaching it the same way, meaning they approach it the exact same thing, which is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing, not changing, expecting different results. Then they're like, well, I'm the, I'm the right one, but they're not. But if they do a self-reflection, they understand that the way that they keep approaching things is hindering them. But that also comes with humility. And that get, brings my point to me and my ex-girlfriend. So my ex-girlfriend calls me randomly and asks me a question. She asks me, did I ever correct you a lot in conversation and just in everyday life? I said, hell yes, you did. All the time. And it was annoying, but I found ways around it. And she said, oh my gosh, this guy I'm talking to, he does the exact same thing, but he does it even worse. And I don't like him. Because he does that. I said, wait a minute. So he's like a you on steroids, but you don't like that. She said, no. She said, because how I do it is right, but the way he does it is wrong. I'm like, huh? Like, how does that make sense? You basically had a rude awakening that was sitting right in front of you. And instead of you eating the plate that was at the table, you throw the plate to the side, take a sip of a beverage, and walk away. Like, your plate had your name on it had your favorite food groups, had a, a bright red light that said, eat me, and you said, no, I'm going to go because that's really not mine. No, that was yours because you finally had a chance. A lot of times people need to see something in the mirror to understand that they're wrong, and she did not take that moment to see it in the mirror and accept that she was the one at fault. But what she did was, oh, I'm just going to stop talking to him. No, what you need to do is take what he did understand what he did and learn from it so that your approach won't be the same. But we won't do that. Do you know why? Because the humility in us doesn't let us do that. And that's why I ask people when I meet them, I said, do you, I, I ask people three things. One, are you crazy? If a person tells me they're not crazy, I can't talk to them. Do you know why? Why? Because they just lied. Everybody is crazy. You just have to know the level of crazy. Everybody's crazy from one to 10. No matter what they tell you, everybody's crazy one to 10. So if somebody says they're not crazy, it's because they're 12 or 15. But if somebody says, oh, I'm crazy, okay, cool. From one to 10, what is your crazy level? It could be a two. That's fine. But you need to know what your crazy level is. Don't be walking around here saying, oh, I'm not crazy. Because that's crazy. Some people may not feel like they're crazy. 
And some people may not be walking into relationships or situations with expectations of being crazy. I'm a firm believer that it takes the right individual to pull it out of a person. So if you don't want crazy, don't pull it out of them. But that's the thing, sis. Everybody measures crazy a different way. And I don't know why people measure crazy as in flip over the table, break out a window. That's no, 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 no. So for no. people who may no. not understand you're crazy, because when you say the word crazy, we're looking at it as, okay, to the extreme crazy. So what is your definition? When you do something that is, uh, that takes away from your normal mind. Like, in other words, if your mind tells you not touch a stove that's hot, right? And you do. That's a part of crazy because you didn't use the logic. When you don't use logic, that's crazy. That's why people don't understand is to be in love, you have to be crazy. What people got to understand is it's an insane trait because you have to be insane to deal with the things that love comes with, which is the heartache, the pain. Name, how are you not crazy when you let, you're in something that somebody could do something to you to make you cry or to make you flip out or to make you shut down? That's crazy. That's not a sane trait. A sane trait is to be able to control all your emotions. But as soon as you're in a relationship and you bring love in it, that is a crazy trait because you are no longer in charge of your emotions, period. And see, people don't. People always go, oh, I'm not crazy because I don't break no windows. I'm not crazy because I don't slap no people in the face. But what they did not tell you is, oh, I'm not crazy, but I have cried many days and still called that man back. Or I have sat in my room, looked at a wall, and didn't know if I really wanted to keep talking to people. Or I have shut down to where I don't even know who I am. Those are crazy traits. Crazy is not on the scale of violence. Crazy is on the scale of mental. Okay. And once people realize that, they'll be able to control and understand their level of crazy. Well, maybe some people don't want to define themselves as crazy or understand that level of crazy. Correct. They, they're scared of that word. People, people let me tell you something, and, and I'm not going to stay on this too long, but people are scared of words. People are scared to be crazy. People are scared to be retarded. People are scared to be Hold on. slow. <laughs> Wait. People, people are scared to be um, special. And I'm going to tell you something else. People are also scared of being broke. Because of the words. The words scare people, but the definition does. But if you come, like if you tell somebody, oh, you broke. Oh, don't call me that. But then if you say to them, oh, you're in between funds. Yeah, that's me. A a transition. Well, not necessarily. It's a going through a transition. Like some people. That's still broke. Well, not necessarily. If you. Like people got to understand. Listen, if you. Do you know the definition of broke? If you ain't got a pot, if you ain't got a pot to piss in. (laughs) No, it ain't even that. If you don't have a, if you don't have a positive amount, if you do, so if this is the thing. If If you got a penny, that's not considered broke. You just don't have any money. No, no, no. That's broke. That's broke. Because this is the thing. Broke is meaning where you don't have enough money right now to where everything stopped paying you. You could not survive. That's what broke is. Well, you don't have enough money. But, you know, that's some people's Correct. right where they don't want to claim brokenness. But why? What's wrong with the, but then you? But you? But then you'll say, oh, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm in between funds right now. Or 
my account, my I, I ain't got no money today. So you're broke. No, well, no, not I'm necessarily, because no they may not. I just don't have no money. They today. may not have any money, but their bills are still paid. So I wouldn't really consider that broke. I would consider broke as you you're unable to take care of yourself. Like you don't have money to do any of that. We're not talking about the that. people that pay their bills. If you pay your bills, you're not broke. I'm see you're you're trying to help them, and you got to stop doing that. Somebody that's broke knows they're broke, and they just don't mm-hmm. want to say the word because they're scared to say it. And you know that. Like you can't sit here and say somebody that's sitting there paying their bills. Of course, they're not gonna feel like they're broke. I'm talking about somebody that ain't got no money, ain't got no job, ain't got nothing, but they still walk around acting like they ain't broke because they don't like the word. We don't even have to go broke. We don't even have to say broke or anything like that. We can go with the word petty. People don't want to be called petty, right? But they do petty things. And they'd be like, oh, well, she deserved that. But wasn't that petty? No, no, no. That was just something that they deserved. What? The word itself means what you did. We have to stop being scared of the word. Just like we're scared of the word single. Some people don't even want to say they're single. They want to say, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of not single, but I'm single. <laughs> well, maybe they kind of not single. <laughs> There's no such thing. <sighs> well, well, It's either you're single or you're not single. Yeah, I'm just saying. And another thing is this. You're single if you're not married. That's the only way you're single. That's government status. Married, no, that's period. Like, people got to understand something. Are you married or not? That's what single stands for. Period. And that's okay. What people understand is this. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. you can wake up in the morning and cut it off and not have to worry about nothing. But in a marriage, you have to worry about everything. Yeah, that's true. You can't just wake that's up in true. the morning and say, I no longer want to be with you. That's paperwork. Yeah. So how can you say you're not single when you have complete control what you can do with that person or whether or not you want to stay with that person. Single is the only title where you can wake up at any time and leave the person you're with. Mm -hmm. But we're scared of that word. Now, you gave a brief description about what you had going on first episode. So why don't you elaborate a little bit more on the things you got going on? All right. So if people have been under a rock, they would probably not know that I am a full-time actor and entrepreneur. Um, Right now, um, my pilot for this uh, series that I did in Atlanta is dropping on April the 24th. Also, the movie I was in with Gerard Butler is dropping in June. Also, a movie I shot in Columbia is coming out in August. And also... I made a mini series for quarantine that is now just dropped its third episode. Episode four is next week. A new episode comes out every Friday on my IGTV and Facebook. Uh, you can follow me. Also, make sure you like my actor page, which is Quashin D. Herring, the act star. That's exactly what it is. And um, Checkmate Official, uh, which is my baby. I'm the CEO, creator, producer, director, all the above. And we will be returning um, as soon as outside opens back up. But, uh, yeah, that's what I do. And um, right now, during quarantine, I'm working as an essential worker. 
um, the Lord has blessed me with a lead vendor role, and I've been able to embrace that and do that on a consistent basis. And yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed this conversation and your presence. You are freaking hilarious. Well, God's work our hands, and then it's uh, God got us. Stay covered, stay prayed up. And then there's two words checkmate. And that is the inside scoop. Make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon, and when you check in with us, it's no gossip, just talk. Ciao for now. What's up, guys? It's your girl, author Tanisha Pink, giving you the scoop on my most recent books. Why cry? Why feel like hope is gone? Ignoring the door to freedom, refusing to let it go. Why feel uncomfortable? No display of light to see. My visions blurred. Darkness only reveals before me. I'm walking in areas with shadows blocking my blind side, like hands over my eyes, feeling discouraged with no energy to try. What's the point of encouragement? Already held hostage with no repentance and no forgiveness, like a disturbed woman who hates the world for no reason. Why should I cry? To release the pain? I've tried several times approaching my fears, only to back down, shedding more tears. I feel like giving up and throwing in the towel. I believe there's no reason to find my inner strength or clues on how to find me. I have no belief in redemption. The unbelief worn is my... The Wounds from a Healing Heart For those who may not know me, my name is Corinne. My father was murdered and it left me truly broken. All I have left is my sister and mother. But unfortunately, my mother is not present. She's battling her own demons and the sad part about all of this, I hate her. Not only that, I hate me too. And honestly, I'm lost with no direction. To learn more about my life, read volume one and two, if only I had a home. Go over to my website at Tanisha Peak. That is T-E-N-I-S-H-A P with a double E K dot com and grab your books today. Ciao for now.